Hey, what's up, wannabes? We wanted to give you guys a quick heads up before we hop into today's episode. Uh, we've got some brand new merchandise available for you guys. New merch! New merch! We got that new new. Yeah, uh, it is available on our merch shop uh, for you guys to purchase. Uh, so give us your money. Scotty, tell them what we've got. Uh, we got all new three all new designs that's three let me get in my camera here we got party skelly we got sick ass cowboys we got showing that you're a cool wannabe we got it all they are hot they are fresh they are new get your hands on them while you still can limited ultra edition like these yeah. things are hotter ultra rare these things are hotter than Pokemon cards, my dude. <laughs> like, get your fucking mitts on them. <laughs> uh, and if you look right there, you'll see some examples of some of them. I, yeah, right there. 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 Trying to learn I did literally thing. both hands, so I one was going to be right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the link will be down in the description. Uh, check out the shop. We still have our old design up and available for you guys. Uh, but we are really happy with this new stuff. Um, and a ton of different articles of clothing as well. Mm. We got shirts, different types. We got a baseball tee. Get yourself a crew uh, neck. Got a crew a neck. Tank. Got tank tops. A flowy, we got crop tops a flowy for the crop ladies for or the for the guys or hey, for the dudes. Like. I might have ordered two crop tops, you know, who can say? <laughs> Picks or it didn't happen. Guys, we appreciate it. Check out the shop. Link down below. Now let's jump into today's episode. This is the podcast where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes on your favorite series. We're your hosts, as always. I am Scott. And joining me, as always, you look well suited for this podcast tonight, Zachy Boy. Well, I'm not. Okay, good. It's Zachary Zachary. <laughs> What's you up, tonight? my guy? What is up? Are you, are you hype? Are you the hype, I'm hype man? We got a fucking hell of an episode to discuss. We have a hell of an episode. I'm so glad <sighs> that you're well suited uh, to record. I'm definitely not. You're definitely not, but uh, we're going to do it anyway, <laughs> probably. Uh, how's your week been, my dude? Uh, it's It's been it's been good um i feel like it's been kind of the same as what we have been saying on all of our last episodes i've been watching a lot of baseball playing a lot of video games you know that's kind of just how we live life right now during that is yeah. that is yeah i mean i feel like once like april starts through november that's pretty much just like that's it yeah man. no that is well okay so i'm i'm i've got a lot of hockey mixed in right now because it's the playoffs but, oh how are your abs doing uh well they're up two to one in the second round um okay. so they play tomorrow night so I need, I need to be watching that but yeah it's it's like baseball video games and then hot playoff hockey as well so mm -hmm. I, i'm getting real wild by throwing you know a <laughs> curveball there in the mix it's like oh hockey oh oh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> just when i think uh, i'm gonna zig that's when i zag that's when you zag and then they were, when they're ready for the zag that's when i zog so uh <laughs> They're they're never they're never gonna be ready like for a lasagna me. like a lasagna like that, 
<laughs> what is that really stupid SNL sketch where uh, what's it's the za. za? Yeah, just no, keep it's saying za. za. It's za. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pizza. What is his name? Why am I forgetting his name right now? He's my boy. Who the is the Pineapple it? Express guy? Uh, oh, um. oh shit! Why can I never remember his name like that? What? Hold on. It's the guy that did the the. He's in your highness as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fucking hot ass. Yeah. Guy. Why am I the worst? He's got Harry's. that little brother Harry, that looks like uh, a... Oz Oswald. Were you trying to say Harry Osborne? Osborne. Osborne. <laughs> Wait, I swear this is my first one. I swear that's like your sixth one. Jeez. No, no, no. I no. Just, James Franco. James Franco. Jeez. And his yes. even hotter younger brother too. Mm, hotter's maybe a stretch. I don't know, man. I don't know either. There's some, there's some nice. Let's talk boys. about no, no, no. We, 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 we haven't filled our like uh, Robert Pattinson quota in a while. Let's talk about how Dude, seriously. You know, actually, okay. So speaking of Robert Pattinson, okay, Robert yes. Pattinson, let's have a legit, yeah, Robert Pattinson conversation. Um, I rewatched the Batman, mm-hmm. and I did not love it as much the second time. I think that movie is very good. I don't think it's perfect. Um, yeah, um, I think after like the recency bias kind of wear off, yeah. uh, I watched it with maybe a little bit more of an objective lens, yeah. and I was like, "This movie's long. <laughs> it's very long. It's, it's too long, long to be dude. honest. Uh, there, there are definitely a lot of like really great things. There's a lot of things to love, but that's why." Like, I was very hyped coming out of that movie theater, but that's why I didn't want to, like, make a definitive, like, all my friends were like, so it's the best Batman movie, yeah? And I was like, I can't, I don't think, it's too soon I for felt me like to make that, that I mean, judgment. look, I will, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, you uh, definitely were. Yeah, I, I like, mean, let me, let look, me I do still think it's, it's it. worth being in the conversation, oh, for yeah. sure. I'd like to join the conversation. <laughs> uh, do you? Do you now? Join the conversation. Um, but nah, man, you know what I think would have made that movie great? A little bit of literally, (laughs) well, if literally everything in the entire third act just like went away, like the whole water flood, everything kind of right. Just like, just get rid of that's a little harsh, but also you're kind of right. No, it just needs to go, man. Definitely get rid of the uh spoilers if you haven't seen the Batman yet. But uh, the Riddler Joker scene that was that is my least favorite scene in the entire movie. I think that scene sucks ass. Uh, it's okay, um, but it's not great. The the best, I think we can all agree that the best parts of the movie involved uh, my boy as uh, the penguin, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, his, yeah, his penguin was. I mean, look, incredible. okay, so look, like aside from the movie as a whole, like me giving shit about like some mm-hmm. some of those kind of like bigger things, the nobody can say anything negative about any of their performance. That's true, actually. Yes, across the board, the Every performances performance are is. excellent. Jeffrey Wright's fantastic as Gordon. Uh, Paul Dano's great. Uh, uh, Zoe Kravitz is phenomenal as Catwoman. Um, yeah. Across Everybody. the board, the performances are. Oh, I, I always forget about him, too, but he does a great job, too. Uh, the guy that plays uh, Falcone. Is it Falcone? Or is it? Yeah, what's his name? He's all, He always plays like a like kind of an idiot. Um, well, like kind of a not always. Comedic he's idiot, really but he's, he's really good in this movie. Yeah. 
What's his name? I don't I don't know his name. Um, anyway, this is a Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. Are we sure about that? <laughs> but before we jump in, I do have to say this. I have to tell you. Um, I John Turturro. John Turturro. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I literally, even if I had read that, I would have not known it was him. No, I definitely know it's him. I, I like didn't, him I didn't a lot. I like him a lot as an actor. Um, you all know I've been watching The Last Kingdom show oh, on yeah. Netflix. Here we go. I finished the fourth season, and I'm on to the last season of it. And, oh, man, it's good. I'm I just, enjoying the absolute shit out okay, of it. Okay, hold on. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but how, how has this show been possibly been going on for five seasons and I am, this is like the first I have ever heard about it is like within the past month. So the first I heard about it was probably within like a, a year ago, maybe. I don't um, understand how this is possible. Yeah, I, to be honest, like that, that is kind of surprising. Um, another thing too is I couldn't name a single actor in that show. You know what like else not it a, is? Not a single one. It's, it's, it's content overload. Like there's like 63 different streaming services now. And every single one of them has like 16 new shows a week. And it's just yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. uh, you guys tell me this is so good. And I just, I don't even have the energy to like well, go your, watch your boy it. boy wants you to watch it too, uh, Yeah, right? Floyd uh, really wants me to watch it. And I'm, I'm going to for him, not for you. Uh, oh, thanks, <laughs> But I'm just like. Floyd. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. But it's just like, I just, there's so much. I don't have the energy to keep up with. Any or all of I, it. I, I I get that. I get that. But I um I I feel like if you are if you're gonna give it the old college try, I feel like once you're this see this this might sound bad because it, it takes a while to feel like this, but once you're like in the second season, uh just some of the side characters are just so so enjoyable. Mm. Uh and and I have really, really just had a good time with that show. Well, that's because of that. So that's that's fair enough. Uh, speaking of side characters and being awesome, we we should actually probably talk about Game of Thrones. We, we should. We should. Because we should. this is a big episode. This is episode nineteen, simply titled Blackwater. Uh, we will have a lot to discuss in this episode. So this is the first. Um, uh. Bottle episode, Forget, quote unquote. Bottle episode, yeah. yeah I forgot the term. Not uh, really a where, true bottle episode, but as, by Game of Thrones standards, it, it pretty much is, considering it all takes place in one city where there's not going to be any back east or oh, back in Winterfell during our recap, which is uh, just going to be a new one. But yeah, we have a lot to talk about with this episode, so that's why we took so long with our bullshit at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> So we just had to make it make sense. We just had to make it make sense. Uh, I'm going to jump in and and start us off here, buddy. How does that sound? Yeah. Why don't you tell us what happens in Blackwater? Blackwater. All right. We begin our episode sailing through the night into Blackwater Bay with our newly appointed Admiral Davos, Hand of the King, leading their royal fleet to battle. Tensions are high. The men are terrified. There's a lot of, of vomiting going on, which is real gross. Yes. Davos tries to teach his son that there is more to a battle and a siege than faith alone, and they can win. There's much to do before Stannis can sit comfortably on the Iron Throne. Tyrion has a conversation with Shay about fe- fear and fucking. Uh, accurate. <laughs> Cersei simply does not have the time of, or patience for a full conversation with Pycelle. Can't blame her. 
Uh, Bronn sings with his men in the barracks and tells a story about his poor nose being up a whore's ass. <laughs> uh, his poor nose. There is a high-tension conversation between Bronn and the Hound. The bells ring. We witness another great Tyrion Varys scene about trust, the dark arts, and Tyrion being the only hope for King's Landing. Uh, Stannis' fleet's drums answer the ringing of the bells. <clears throat> Joffrey has a lovely conversation with Sansa as he leaves for battle. Sansa seems to have a tighter grip on herself and her composure than we've seen before. Tyrion and Joff overlook Blackwater Bay from the walls, while Cersei gives Sansa a lesson on traitors and demands more wine, uh, just like the late King Bobby B. Stannis' fleet sails into view. Joff is uh, just a worried little cunt. And only one <laughs> ship goes to meet the Baratheon fleet. Tyrion gives a signal, and Bronn sends a single flaming arrow to ignite the trail of wildfire the ship is leaking throughout the bay. When the arrow strikes the wildfire, many things happen at once. Half the Baratheon fleet is blown away. Mathos, Davis' son, is blown away. Lannister army <laughs> feels the blast from the walls. The pyromancer jizzes himself. <laughs> and the house looks incredibly uncomfortable with the fire. Truly just so much happening in that moment. Uh, I, I like to focus on the pyromancer jizz myself. <laughs> Uh, Blackwater Bay is covered in green flame, but Stannis presses forward and prepares to lay siege. <clears throat> Cersei is just on an absolute tear with the words of wisdom to poor Sansa. God. Uh, Stannis lands and Tyrion orders a welcome party to hold them off. The Hound is truly inspiring for the men that meet Stannis' army, and the battle ensues. Cersei receives news of Stannis' army landing outside the city walls and orders Lancel to retrieve Joffrey and bring him to safety. She then tells Sansa the truth of why Sir Illyn Payne is really there. The Hound flees the battle after he becomes aware of the flames all around him, and Stannis and his men take the walls by ladder. He then delivers the best Three fucks ever. Fuck the Kingsguard, fuck the city, and fuck the king. As he looks directly into Joff's eyes. Fucking so legend. Dude, just the legend. Legend uh, Joff leaves. <laughs> yeah. Joff leaves the battle per Cersei's request. It was an urgent matter. Yeah. What did she say more... exactly? Did it sound urgent? <laughs> just did it sound... Oh, man. Morale, morale plummets instantly. Uh, Tyrion speaks up and rallies the men. Sansa flees to her room and finds the Hound. He offers to take her north with him to Winterfell. And Tyrion leads a successful ass... Uh, excuse me, a successful ass-fucking. A successful ass. Stops, uh, yeah, he does lead a successful ass. True. <laughs> a successful ass-fucking and stops the breach of the Mudgate. But there was uh, another half of the army ready to give him the old reach around and ask fuck them. In the midst of the battle, Sir Mandon slashes Tyrion across the face and is killed by Podrick. Mm -hmm. Cersei prepares to give herself and Tommen essence of nightshade. And just as the battle seems to be lost, Lord Tywin rides in with his newly formed alliance 
House Tyrell. Just in time to save King's Landing. The battle is over. The battle is over. We have won. We have won. What a fucking baller. Uh, that is a hell of an episode. Dude. Uh, it's so much. It is a lot. And I feel, I feel like I had to condense that recap yeah, a lot, Yeah, I mean, too. listen, like, it, it's, this episode is difficult. I, I even floated the idea that maybe we shouldn't do a recap at all because, like, you just kind of have to watch it and experience this episode. Seriously. Uh, a recap dude. truly does not do it any sort of justice. Uh, it is the first of its kind when it comes to, like, these kind of episodes for for Game of Thrones. But, you know, what I was thinking was, like, when we did episode nine of the first season, uh, Baylor, right. we talked a lot about how TV didn't do things like this. Like when they kill Ned Stark, it's like this right. didn't happen on TV shows. And I had the same no. thought like about this, about Blackwater, like watching it for the first time. It was like, this doesn't happen on television. This is like, this is like uh, a full on Troy gladiator battle. Like, what are we this doing? This is here? like. So that's it's funny that you're mentioning this because I I had I had a thought I didn't make a note but I had a thought that this episode is truly the second and third act of a movie yeah of an entire film yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't have the the, the setup right? right the the setup uh, happens throughout the whole in season. the first act yeah uh, right but this is truly I mean if this was a movie this is act two and three yeah uh. And it is just so intense. It is, and it's it's like as a watcher who obviously, if you're if you're watching like intently, there are moments where it seems like, holy shit, I gotta catch my breath. Right. Like this is just, there's just so much happening, all at once. So much jizz everywhere from the pyromancer. <laughs> so much jizz. Speaking of the pyromancer, I do. You know, I forgot to mention this <laughs> uh, when we saw him the first time a couple episodes uh-huh. ago. Do you know who that is that plays the Pyromancer? Mm. Master Halen, I think his name is. I don't know. Now that you're like now that you're asking me, I feel like I should. Well, know, we might but... have talked about this before. I don't know on the podcast, okay. but you and I. But that is uh Roy Dotrice, who does oh, yes. the narration for the audio books. Yeah, the late yes, Roy the late Dutrice. Roy Dotrice, who does the narration. He was originally supposed to play uh Grandmaster Pycelle. But it was like an illness or a prior commitment didn't let him do that, so they brought him on to play Master Halen instead. The pyromancer. That's that is yes. Uh, <laughs> you have told me that before. Yeah, I thought I had, and that just completely forgot. Cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Cool man. little bit of trivia. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, he does. Uh, he does a good job narrating the audio books. If you have listened to any of those, well, good. He does. He does. <laughs> No, 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 no. He 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 is good at 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 the setting. I he just some of his pronunciation just well fucks that and it's just like the his his women voices are, are very bad. But it's like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? He's not a woman, you know. Right. Sure. Uh, anyway, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I like your analogy to like the second and third act thing. Oddly enough, as I was watching this episode again, it was the like quieter moments, like especially in the beginning. That I was really Dude. appreciating, like even more than the actual like fighting and combat. There's no music. Yes. There's no. Th- there's no. So there's no other than like sound effects, like like walking and them speaking and stuff like that. Uh, there's no like ambiance. Right. 
until the bells. Quiet moments, and it's like yeah, it is. It is absurd. Yeah. Um, even like when it cuts to uh Tyrion scene where he's laying in bed, mm-hmm. it's just not, like. And I thought about putting this in the in the recap, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to make it seem too like if we were like reading something from a book, right? right? Um. But that is one of the things that stood out, man. It's like there, there's these moments of just like, it, like when you feel like the 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 silence is just so loud. Yes, it's like, dude, this is so uncomfortably right. quiet, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's so good. It it's, is like it does what it is supposed to do. It's so fucking rad. It's it's very very good. Um, in these in these early moments, you, you know, you mentioned or we talked about in the recap, like another amazing scene between Varys and Tyrion. And my absolute favorite, like, there's a lot of good just, like, you know, uh, content. Like, the stuff they're talking about is very good in that scene. Right. But the part I love the most is when uh, Varys uh, looks at Podrick, and he's like, Podrick, is that it? And Tyrion goes, is that it? Nice touch. (laughs) As if you don't know the name of every boy in town. And Varys kind of gives a little head the head you know tilt and he's like i'm not entirely sure what you're suggesting and i'm entirely sure you're entirely sure i'm entirely sure you're entirely sure what i'm suggesting it's so good dude. it is so amazing uh it's so funny Tyrion is just for him being you know very afraid which he just had the conversation with shay about of course i'm fear and fucking fucking terrified yeah um the dude is like ice cold in this scene, which is Pod strapping on his armor, uh, and it's 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 so good. I I love the scenes between them. This is I feel like one of the better ones. Uh, although- well, I, I love when he, you know, so like we've seen Pod <laughs> on screen like maybe once or twice mm-hmm. before, um, <clears throat> but through rewatch, it's this episode that I real obviously for cert- right. something we're gonna right. talk about later, but like. It's this scene, I think, that makes you feel like, okay, this is somebody I need to care about. Right. Um, because Varys has the just the very subtle, like, do you trust him? Mm-hmm. And Tyrion looks at him, mm-hmm. and he's like, oddly enough, I do. Yeah. Uh, and and those types you know, we talk about- of lines have been sprinkled throughout the season, too. Like, when he was having his dinner with... Uh, oh, what's his name? Fuckface. The, uh, the previous... Janos? Yeah, Janos Slint. Where he's like, oh, he's an odd boy or something. Or no, maybe it's Cersei. A couple people commented about Podrick. And Tyrion basically is like, I myself kind of like the odd ones. You know, he's he's fine. Right, you know, right. like I'm he he gives <clears throat> acknowledgement to that he's fond of Podrick in ways. Right. So. Right. Uh love me some Podrick yeah. and uh glad that he's around in this episode. Definitely. For sure. The uh and also just the <laughs> You look well suited for battle, my lord. Well, I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> uh, transitioning from there into, I, I just the development of Bronn and Tyrion's friendship is so good, and we we see it in you know quite literally because they're talking about being friends. Quite literally here, because yes. if you will think back to them walking on the road of the Vale from the first season where Bronn literally says, I'm not your toady and I'm not your friend. And Tyrion's like, oh, as much as your friendship would be delightful or, you know, what have you. 
to now here where they are, where Tyrion's like, don't die. Or Bronn says, don't die. And Tyrion responds with, nor you, my friend. And they have their little back and forth. And it's just very good. Yeah. I love the development of their relationship so much. Uh, they're so good together. Uh, it's, I just love them both so much. Yeah. So I want to talk about the the fleet for a second. I feel like we just kind of. Sure. Like, I mean, we'll this, probably this be is kind jumping of... around in this episode because it's, yeah, it's yeah, tough yeah. to yeah, keep for it sure. Up. Um, so I mentioned it briefly. You mentioned it briefly, but really, the this episode just like starting with like just the sound of the waves, mm-hmm. and again, other than that, other than like what is really there, no music, nothing like that. Uh, it's so still. And uh, I love the conversation that Davos, like, we've talked about loving Davos Mm -hmm. several times, and this is just another glimpse into the fucking incredible character that he is when he has this conversation with Mathos, his son. Uh, You know, his son is just so naive. Yeah, I can't say I'm going to miss Mathos, though. No, Jesus, (laughs) fuck no. I love Davos so much, but I can't, I feel bad for him, but I can't say I'm going to miss Mathos. Yeah, no, 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 no. I like, not even a little bit now. Um, You know, I I think... (laughs) (laughs) Kills me every time, because Davos is just like, drums. And Mathos, like, steps in front of him, gets right in camera. Drums! I just probably peaked my microphone so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You know, I... <laughs> Did you not notice it? I mean, like, of course I noticed it, but not, like... Oh, man, it kills Like, I was so bought time. into the scene that I just, like... It didn't take me out like me, that. Dude. Rewatch it. He gets way up in camera and he's just like, no, yeah. <laughs> It's the best thing. I love it so much. Oh, dude. Best that's thing really Mathos funny, has man. ever done. That is really For funny. Sure. Holy shit. Actually, I think that, that conversation they had with uh, uh, Salador Sand where. Oh, was also God. really funny, but I've never tried to fuck. Yeah, you. I've never tried to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> As if she just let you. <laughs> Can be very persuasive. Uh, anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. That's that's <laughs> so funny, dude. Oh man, <laughs> so good. The the image of your face just being like. <laughs> it's gonna be seared into my oh, fucking eyelids, God, bro. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway, I love the entrance of this episode. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's quiet. It's uh, and Davos is great. That's all I was yeah. trying to say. <laughs> I uh, I just I feel for so bad for my poor dude, Sir Davos. Like he just gets, you know. Uh, obviously, Tyrion has his plan that you know works very very well, and Davos like doesn't even get a chance to like you know. Flex his being the admiral of the fleet muscles. Are you still thinking about the drums? Uh, oh my god, Scott, dude, that's the funniest thing. 
love to put that clip on the social. Um, anyway, I, I do feel bad for my, my dude, Sir Davos, because he was on, on such a hot streak here, but just immediately gets his shit blown up, and it's not, it's not okay. Um, um, anyway. Yeah, it's not okay. It's not um, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk real quick about the whole brawn versus the hound thing this yeah let's do that seems a bit odd and like forced and like out of place for me i don't know if i've ever felt that way before it just seemed kind of odd and out of place but also jerome flynn and rory mccann are both so good and charismatic that this scene it almost makes this scene work for me but it doesn't quite yeah i mean like there. so here the the thing so it, like it's half and half it works and it doesn't like it works because it, this con this like conversation and the way that they handle themselves is so true mm -hmm. to their character i just don't know why it happened right and why now you know like of all yeah times. exactly like, i suppose you could argue that like either joffrey wants his hound to kill you know his uncle's man or whether it's just the hound thinking killing is the sweetest thing there is and oh here she thinks she's a hard man and i'm gonna kill him it just it just seems like the timing is all weird but like i said jerome flynn and roy mccann are both so good at what they do that it just it almost gets there it almost works but this scene doesn't doesn't quite get there for me which which is a shame because the prospect of like Braun versus the Hound seems like gold. Like that would be an unbelievable yeah. fight to see. But um I'd put my money on Braun. That's tough. That'd be very, very tough. Uh speaking of the scene real quickly, uh, did you know that Jerome Flynn, the actor who plays Braun uh Braun, he's actually a he's singer. He's actually right? a singer, yeah. And that's why yeah. they have this whole thing with him singing and you know, she's like, Oh, you've yeah. got a lovely voice. Thank you very much. Uh that's just <laughs> Cool is the, does he like make music or is he just like a trained singer no i think he like he did like him and i think he had like a, i think he had like i don't know if it was a band there were a couple he's of a them. canadian teen pop star <laughs> no not british maybe but no they like <laughs> charted in the uk i'm pretty sure like so he's really he's had like yeah like hits i don't know what they are but anyway i wonder what kind of music is it is i couldn't say i know that either didn't do enough research, I guess. I, I would, you know what, like, okay, so it's probably some type of pop something, mm -hmm. but it wouldn't surprise me if it was, like, some type of punk rock also. I like to think that this was a long time ago when Jerome Flynn was very young and he was just, like, in a boy band. Like, it's, like, the British in sync is what I want to believe. No, I picture it being more, like... Because he's gorgeous. Like, he's, he's so handsome. His nose, too, his man. His nose. Don't feel too He's sorry not. for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be halfway up your ass. Now. Uh, uh, what else do you want to hit on, Zaggy Boy? Yeah, so I, th <laughs> I, I do want to cut back. Like we, There's obviously a lot of great battle stuff yeah. that we can talk about, but I, I do want to kind of toggle back and forth this, this very interesting like dance that this episode does with like the high intense moments mm -hmm. and then switching back to Cersei. Um, yes. Is... First off, I want to give it some kudos because 
it it would be incredibly easy for somebody to watch this and then it cut back to Cersei and feel like oh we're back to this uh, uh, yeah. I want to go back to the fight right it never feels like that no and the, I think like not the, even a little bit the big reason for that is Cersei and Lena Headey by extension is in just rare form this episode yeah. she is so consistently great. Yeah. throughout the entire thing and also like like you like we talked about like we mentioned in the recap like sansa is showing signs of like i don't know how you phrased it but like kind of like holding her own and like yeah having those moments where she is i don't know how to say it, like being clever yeah, just, or like she's just more aware right. i think like right she's like you know there, there's the whole thing she pulls with joffrey which is really good where she's like, oh, of course, I'm such a stupid girl. Like, of course, you'll be right in the front. They say my brother always goes where the fighting is the thickest. Dude. Like, that's just like, that's such good. Like, she can't. She's playing him like a fiddle. She's dude. playing like a fiddle. And that's the thing. That's that's all basically all she can do. But she's doing it and she's doing it well. So so props yeah. to her. Uh yeah. And then, yeah, like, oh, man, all the scenes with Cersei. And Cersei just getting progressively more drunk as, like, yeah. the night goes on. Her, her, uh, like, so her, her smile starts with her regular just, like, kind of side smile. Mm-hmm. And then every time it cuts back to her, it's that more, like, crooked, like, lin- like, linaheady smile that's, that's iconic. Yes. Uh, Again, yeah, it's, it's good. big shout to her because she kills it this episode. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite line of hers is when she calls Sansa over and she's just like, What are you doing? And Sansa's like, You were praying. And she just goes, Oh, you're, you're just perfect, perfect aren't, you? aren't you? Praying. <laughs> it's the way she says praying, it's just like that's the most ridiculous thing she's yeah. ever heard. It's so good. Oh, she's phenomenal. Uh yeah. Great great moments perfect. there. Like there there's not I feel like there's not like one specific thing that's like done or said that I'm like, oh, this just is this is just like perfect or incredible. But mm-hmm. um I I I really just wanted to spend a second with with like that um I mean, I guess really just her performance because you and I have talked about like how good Lena I I never know how to say it. Lena Hetty. I think it's Lena Hedy. Uh uh Hedy, we've talked about how, how great she is. But she's not someone that comes up in conversation <clears throat> as often because her character is not as likable as some of sure. the other powerful performances. For sure, and like she, she still owed her dues. Like, right. It in in episodes like this and and other ones that we've mentioned, it's just it truly is impeccable that you don't feel um edged <laughs> or, or blue balls. From from toggling from from the right. war to to these scenes, uh, it it obviously the pace is slower, but the like the momentum carries it, and and Lena Headey just shines yeah. really, and, and even even Sophie Turner does a, does <clears throat> yes. a good job too. But uh, but Lena Headey especially yeah. is just fantastic. She kicks so. the absolute shit out of Sir Lancel, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Dude. Just like, oh, you got a wound there, do you? Bop. <laughs> Dude, 
dude. Um, Lancel sucks. Dude, Lancel sucks so much. The look on his face is very priceless when the hound is walking past him and is like, you too. And he's just like, oh. Yeah, uh, very quickly, by extension, you, you mentioned something that I want to just uh, springboard off of real quick. You mentioned how because she's not a likable character, we probably don't call out her performance as much as we do. Quick shout out to like, uh, oh, his name is escaping me right now, but uh, the kid that plays Joffrey, because that's like oh, Jack same, Gleason. Yeah, Jack Gleason. Same thing for him. He's not yes. likable, so we don't talk about it a lot, uh, but he does a flawless job of portraying Joffrey as just this little shitty little lick spittle. Uh, so hats off to him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's such a bummer. I, I, you and I maybe have talked about this on the podcast before, but, and I'm sure many Game of Thrones fans know this, but if you didn't, um, Jack Gleason received so much hate yeah, because of his performance as Joff. Yeah, He's not acted since Game of Thrones. Right. Um, he does do like stuff with the college mm-hmm. where like he'll do like plays, uh, and he does teach some acting if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he he is just kind of completely taking him taking himself away from like television and movies, uh, because of the just shitty yeah, fans. Yeah, that's that's so not cool. It's so like he's up. playing a role and he's doing yeah. great at it. Like, yeah. fine to hate the character. Uh, don't hate the actor. Like, what yeah, the hell yeah, is up with that? Man. That's that's uh, such weird behavior. Uh, right. I'm sure that's none of our fans. Um, but yeah, it's uh, he does a great job. Similarly, Nehedi, and I just wanted to shout him out because yeah, when they're not super likable characters, it is sometimes tougher to give them uh, the props that they are due. So, right, um, right for sure. Can we talk about the Hound, dude? Yeah, we'll man, about there's the a lot fucking here. Fucking hound, dude. There's a lot to unpack here, man. Yes. It's so good. He is. He has so many good lines in this episode, dude. dude. He <laughs> is similar to Lena Headey. Uh, Roy McCann is in extremely rare form in this episode. Uh, I feel like this is the first time we truly get to see him as a full character, not just yeah, as a. That's true. Not just as this, like, kind of sinister, imposing force, this presence uh, that we have seen throughout the series to this point. We've seen breadcrumbs. Right. Like, when, uh, like in the first season when Littlefinger is, like, telling Sansa the story of how he got burned and everything. Like, little bre- breadcrumbs, stuff like that. But th- we actually see him reacting, like, seeing that trauma, that, like you know, post-traumatic stress that he has due to that, like, affecting him here. And at some point, it just, it breaks him. You know, he's had enough, and he, you know, flees, basically, the battlefield. Uh, And I love that, unlike his brother, the Mountain, who is just kind of this unstoppable juggernaut, uh, he does, the Hound does have that more of a fleshed-out full character where he has these like experiences and these feelings and this you know fear of the fire obviously and that it affects him and i just i appreciate so much that they (sighs) take the time to let that character have his moments he's still a badass he's still hilarious he's still cool yeah 
but also like there's so much trauma and pain there that it breaks him and he flees the battlefield and then we get the scene between him and sansa which is also very good um and i just love it because we're finally we're getting you know you and i have teased several times that like oh we love the hound the hound's time will come blah blah, blah. Right. and this is like the first big big dose we get of it uh and it's just fantastic yeah i i mean so <clears throat> it really obviously it really starts when uh Tyrion orders them to go meet mm-hmm. the invasion right um and they call for arrows right. and fire but are these flaming fucking arrows come anywhere near me <laughs> i'll strangle you with your fucking guts or whatever he says <laughs> yeah dude. that's it he's so good yeah it is it is very good um and it's funny again too without paying too much attention that would just come off as like him just being kind yeah. of a dick yeah, and like yeah, yeah. you know this monster mm-hmm. um but with a little more substance and and uh i guess l- looking for the character moments for him it it stands out as like right. yeah man this is this dude is scared shitless yes. of the, of the fire and and they do a good yeah. job of like <clears throat> sprinkling those little you know in case you like have, we're having trouble forgetting you know that story way from way back in season one there are little hints of like his thing with fire like the line that he says there or like when the pyromancer walks in front of him with like the torch and he you know like like, flinches way back or obviously when the big uh fucking wildfire explosion goes off which still looks incredible to this day i don't think we shouted that out enough yeah Uh, dude it looks so cool uh phenomenal cgi on that that green fire uh but yeah, there are those little tidbits where it's like, uh, yeah, uh, the hound and fire uh, don't mix. Um, yeah. And then he has maybe, maybe my favorite, I don't know, there's a lot of great lines in this episode, but maybe my favorite line uh, as they're going out the door. You know, he's just, he's such a, uh, you know, charismatic battle commander, just really inspiring to his men. He just touches uh, their hearts. Just touches really. their hearts with... Uh, and their tips. <laughs> Any man dies with a clean sword, I'll rape his fucking corpse. <laughs> <laughs> this is just phenomenal. This guy is just a menace, man. He is. A fucking demon. He is an absolute yeah. menace. Uh, He's so fun, though. Like, yeah. Like, despite him just being so, like, crude and yeah. just vulgar and just mean. Mm-hmm. He's just so fun. Yeah. Like, like, even even before this, although this is the I think the best of him that we've had so far. Even before this, it's just you can never not enjoy him right. on screen. And again, I you know I shout it out all the time, but I think I I cannot say enough about Rory McCann's performance of him because in the books, like the Hound is not this charming of a character. Like, right? He's he's okay and he's interesting and he's fine and he has his moments but like Roy McCann elevates him to like one of my favorite characters in the series uh just because of the way he portrays that character and I just can't say enough sure. good things about it uh also when he, when he comes back in after after he's out there fighting uh also shouts to Braun for saving his life even though they just almost threw down yeah um <laughs> the Tyrion just can I get you some iced milk and a nice bowl of raspberries? It's <laughs> <laughs> shit, dwarf. Uh, they're just back and forth is amazing. You're on the wrong side of the wall. <laughs> so good. 
Uh, it's so, so good. And then we get, obviously, the the legendary fucks uh, where, you know, Sandor Clegane, he's had enough. He's just like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Uh, super out, and he leaves. And the thing, the thing that I love so much is that the Hound is such a badass, no one raises a hand to stop him. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well... well that's okay. too bad yeah oh shoot he's gone now huh <laughs> <laughs> he just said fuck the king but we're just gonna let that slide right okay good yeah i don't want to fight that guy <laughs> <laughs> uh it's very very good very so very good. so joff receives his summons oh from God. his mother so funny and yeah this is um if we saw more of this, Joff, I would love it. I would love him. <laughs> this is, like, legitimately it is so, so funny. Because, like, obviously we have, like, tantrum throwing Joff. Yes. Um, this is, like, and, and, true fear Joff, which we haven't yeah. seen. Well, so what I was going to say is that, like, even tantrum throwing children have this. Yes. Like, every one of them has this. Yeah. Where, like, something scares them and they're, like, you're not so tough Yeah, anymore. oh, shit, I'm not so tough now. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like... It's it really does just remind me of being a kid, like mm. like just like trying to look for a reason to like get out of something you don't like. Like, what what did, what did she say exactly? <laughs> did it sound urgent? Did it sound? Oh man, I I think I gotta go, guys. This oh guys, shit! Oh, you're gonna have to. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. Sorry. You'll represent the king. Yeah, you'll that, represent uh, the king. That. My hands are tied here. She she called oh, me back. Oh my god. What a fucking baby uh, cunt, before, man. Before all this, uh, a scene we have to talk about that I almost forgot about is the whole bit where they do the tell the hound to tell the king. Oh, and oh my God. Yes, it's please. It's so funny. <laughs> because the <laughs> first Joff like, says something to Tyrion, and Tyrion's like, I'm busy, bitch. I'm not paying any attention to you. So then Joffrey's like, the hound, tell... Tyrion that blah 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 and the hound very dutifully does it but then the, the way better part is when Tyrion just comes back with Sir Lancel tell the hound to tell the king that the hand is very busy at the moment <laughs> and Sir Lancel does it <laughs> he, he tries doing he tries it. because Sir Lancel if we know anything about that motherfucker is he is just a cowardly an absolute spittle. idiot yeah and an absolute idiot uh, and that scene made me laugh so hard. They they have done a phenomenal job of mixing the humor uh, into this very like intense dramatic battle. Uh, right, because there well, actually is quite a bit. Of I'm it. so appreciative of it because it makes our job so much easier. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Like episodes that are grim like this, yeah. or like just like heavy, heavy, heavy like this. Um. I mean, we still have fun talking about it because it's Game of Thrones, okay. but, you know, we got we to gotta throw in the jizz joke at least once an episode. We have and, to. It's We're required by law. Our hands are tied. Yeah, like, if you guys if you, if you you guys are listeners of our Harry Potter series that we did, um, some of those last episodes of Harry Potter, right. no jizz jokes. <laughs> like, just, like, who I'm are we? I'm pretty sure we, we, even... we found a way. We found we, a way we, somehow. We, we, we did find we, a way we. to jizz joke. Oh, man. Um, what else, what else do you want to hit here, pal? I'm getting close uh, to being out of well, notes here. Well, so I have, um, okay, so we just talked about, uh, actually, you know what? Let's, let's get off of, uh, 
Tyrion for just a second. Let's hop back over to Stannis. Mm. Um, this guy is just relentless. Yeah, re- yeah relent. That's a perfect way to describe him. Yeah, this guy is stone faced. Yeah. Uh, you know, pr- prepare prepare for siege or whatever he mm-hmm. says, and they're like, the dude's like, hundreds of men will die, yeah. and he and he just stops and is like, he does like a little sniff. No. He's like. Thousands. thousands yeah <laughs> it's like okay tight dude. yeah I, I love that for us he's he's very just cold and relentless but at the same time i got to give him props for like he's like the first man onto the beach yeah he's like the yeah. first dude up the ladders to the walls yep. he's fucking holding his own on those walls too oh yeah uh, dude. he's like, he's getting some shit done we we have heard several times about him being a very accomplished battle commander. Correct. Um, it was this rewatch that I acknowledged that he's portrayed in the show at least as a very skilled fighter as well. Because yeah. they're the two are not always tied, right? Right. Correct. Um, so I yeah, appreciate dude, this guy's like us. in there. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, and it's like it's a bloody mess, dude. Yeah. Like he is. Uh, when, when they are trying to, I think it's when they're trying to batter the, is it when they're trying to batter the door? One of the men that's standing right next to him gets a bullet oh, yeah. thrown on his head Shout- and just splat, just Shout- like right open in front of him. Shouts and out to this- the dude who gets his head just literally exploded by Yeah, rock. Baratheon, uh, soldier number 72. Yes. <laughs> R.I.P. my guy. R.I.P. brother. Um, he, I, I almost put this in the recap. Uh, but dude, when it cuts back to Stannis's face, first off, he's like, well, okay. Yeah, like, oh, shit. There's no like shock. No, but it also, it looks like ketchup splatter on his face. It really does. Like, it's just very thick. Oh, and it just straight up looks you like just... somebody got a ketchup packet and just like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You have a problem with the makeup department's fake blood. Do you? Yeah. Um... I need to have a conversation. I need to speak to your manager, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay well uh, karen needs to speak with the manager of the makeup department um but yeah stannis uh i think even Tyrion makes a comment like when stannis you know has that conversation and they start coming ashore uh Tyrion says something to the effect of uh he's a hard man that stannis baratheon or something to that effect basically being like boy we uh we sure did blow up uh, a good chunk of his fleet but they are he is still, still coming yep yeah, yeah. So, uh, good on Stannis because, you know, they still would have absolutely won this battle if not for, obviously, the surprise appearance of uh, right. Tywin and the Tyrell Alliance that really just fucks him in the ass. Um, so, let's, but before before we get into kind of like that, like, mm-hmm. um, what's the word? Finale. Finale. Uh, climax. There you go. Our favorite uh, word. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, let, let's talk about Sansa and the Hound for a second. Okay. So Sansa and the Hound. Mm-hmm. Uh, this scene, I, it always like confused me the, f- the first couple of times I watched it. Yeah, I don't love how they edit it, how they end it. So, to be honest. I you and I have talked before about how um, this show does a very good job at respecting the viewer mm-hmm. and their intelligence and kind of like leaving some things for us to 
piece together and um, it not having to just kind of blatantly tell you everything that's happening, sure. right? Uh, it still just does baffle me a little bit that Sansa gets to her room and he's just sitting in her room. Like, See, I don't I, have I, too much of a problem with that, per se. My, I fill it in with saying, okay, if his intentions are to go north, he has displayed a soft spot for Sansa. Right. He's going to extend the invitation to her, right? Which is what he does. Right. It is just interesting to me, though, because, like, how would this guy know that she's going to go to her bedroom? Like, like, all the women are supposed to be down in, like, with Cersei. Right, right. right. Um, like, so, would this guy have just sat there until whenever? It's, like, I guess, it, it's just, it is it's, just a little odd. It's a little plot convenience, like, just contrivance there. I just, I just don't love the way it's ended because it's like, he extends the invitation, she refuses, she's like, no, I'm safer here. And then there's like almost this like reconciliation moment between them where she's like, she says, you you're not, hurt, gonna, you're you not gonna hurt. hurt me. And he's like, no, little dove, I'm not gonna hurt you. Or little bird, I think it's Cersei that always calls her. Uh, and then he like starts to walk out and, and the way that it's shot, it like strongly leads to you to believe that she's that going. Sansa's gonna go after the, him. Yeah, right. That she's going with him. Right. And the spoilers for the next episode, I guess. But she doesn't. She doesn't. She just then the next time we see her, she's just standing in the throne room, like at court. And it's just it's it's a weird transition from she's like being her being. Oh no, I'm gonna stay to them then having this kind of almost reconciliation to then it strongly leading you to believe that she goes with them to next episode, just oops, oh nope, she, I guess she didn't. Right. So I don't love right. the way that they edited that, the way they kind of left it hanging that way. Because it just it just seems odd to me. But that's a bit of a nitpick, you know. Um, uh, the scene itself is very good. It is good, and uh, the Hound is almost more terrifying in this low-lit room so than on the battlefield. Yeah. It's it's just honestly terrifying. Yeah. But again, um, I, I love that they have given so much weight to his character with almost so little, where he's yeah. just like, you can tell he's just kind of, not quite broken, but just, like, defeated in this moment where he's just, like, the king can die fine enough on his own. And he's just, like, he doesn't even know where he's going. He's just, like, north, maybe. I don't really know. I just, somewhere yeah. that's, I think he's, I think the words he says, somewhere that's not burning. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's good stuff. Uh, it's, it's, it's a solid, solid scene. Um, yeah. And again, shouts to, shouts to Sansa as well. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually kind of what I was going to mention here too, is that like we've had several good scenes in this episode where Sansa is uh, one of the contributing factors mm -hmm. to that. And I feel like that has not been the case. Right. Uh, nothing against Sophie Turner, but younger Sansa performances have always just been kind of meh. Yeah. And... Um, she definitely seems like she's kind of coming to the character uh, for sure. More. Definitely, I agree. Um, <clears throat> so I do actually. First off, 
we've had to go back to this twice because one we've almost forgot the back and forth the tell the hound or tell the king Uh, whatever uh right that whole thing but Joffrey gets pissed off and is like, I could tell the hound to cut you in half right now. And he'd do it without a second thought. And then, and then he's like, Tyrion turns to him and he's like, well, then I would be called the quarter man. It doesn't have as, as nice of a ring to it. It's like, dude, this cheeky fucking bastard in the middle of the siege. I love him so much. <laughs> the quarter man is a great comeback. Uh, yeah, his, uh, he, Tyrion gets his real like hero scene here. And it goes very well for speech. him for a time. Yes, please it hit us. It hit us with the speech. Yeah. So he. Okay. So we're picking this up when Joff leaves. Yes. Right. And everybody is like, morale has just yeah, like plummeted yeah, yeah. Just through like, the fucking ground. We need to get the fuck out of here. We're Nobody dead. wants to fight. We're dead. Yes. Um. And so he he convinces them to stay and listen to him at least, and he says, "They say I'm half a man." But what does that make the lot of you? And then somebody says something to the extent of like, the o- that's the only door, like it's blocked or something. And he goes, well, there's another way out and I'm going to show you. We'll come out behind them and fuck them in their asses. Don't fight for your king and don't fight for his kingdoms. Don't fight for honor. Don't fight for glory. Don't fight for riches because you won't get any. This is your city, Stannis means to sack. That's your gate he's ramming. If he gets in, it'll be your houses he burns, your gold he steals, and your women he will rape. Those are brave men knocking at our door. Let's go kill them. Mm, that's the stinger. Oh, Let's that go is kill the them. stuff right there, dude. Stuff. It's so fucking rad. Yeah, and, it's a great And speech. they do exactly that yeah. for a time. Yeah. For a time, of course. Um, Real quick, I got to shout out, uh, because Tyrion does come out and does some... Does some shit with his axe. Uh, yeah. The line earlier in the episode with uh, Braun, where Braun asks him if he knows how to use that axe, and Tyrion's like, uh, "I chopped some wood some once." Oh wait, no, I watched Jamie chop some wood. <laughs> and then Braun's just like, "Well, I saw you kill a dude with a shield, so you'll be unstoppable with an axe." Uh, is also very very good. And yeah, Tyrion does go out. And he he gets him him some some good shit with that axe, uh, and you know they they have that quick moments where it seems like they're winning, and then just oh here comes the rest of Stannis's uh you know army, and I love just the Tyrion oh fuck me, <laughs> <laughs> which is very very good uh, yeah, and then yeah we get the the big turn um this, this i wish was unexpected. i wish we knew more of this character i, w- I really wish because yeah because i just feel like it would be i mean it's a big deal regardless right. so you know don't don't misunderstand me but like had this been they could have built uh, him up better just a little yeah. yeah because like we don't really know of sir mandon until this right. episode i feel like yeah, yeah, correct me if i'm wrong but, definitely uh and obviously more so after this but uh mandon moore right yeah correct okay uh yeah he's one of the king's guard um and there is uh one of stannis's soldiers that's killed standing between them and Tyrion gives mandon moore the old hey what's up like hell yeah Uh, dude like let's do this yeah yeah, hell yeah dude (laughs) and this motherfucker just like takes a couple steps and slashes at his face how let me out let me actually also ask this 
how in the fuck is this motherfucker a Kingsguard and he doesn't even know his own arm length, like his own reach? Tyrion, uh... He Tyrion. goes in for a kill, a kill swipe and just... He's real quick nope. on the jerk back. Uh, oh, come on, dude. You know what? Actually, he's got those I have cat-like the answer. reflexes. It's it's the height. It's, it's the, the height. height. He, he, did, he didn't account for the height. He's not used to fighting dwarfs, you know. Yeah. Um, there we go. Definitely. Okay. Uh, and then our boy Pod comes in with the big time save, just shoves a spear right through the back of his fucking head. It's a yeah, real it's baller good. move by Pod. Very baller move. Uh, love love us some Pod. Uh, I'm doing this Pod <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, not a good thing for Tyrion. His face is real fucked up, and he is like bleeding out on the ground when uh, you know the the cavalry comes riding in, to kind of save the day. Uh, but yeah, this is like a, this is a big thing. This is you know a member of the King's Guard trying to kill a member of the royal family and the current acting hand of the king. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, obviously a big deal to be sure. Yeah. First time, first time I watched this, I I thought that Tyrion would probably be dying uh, soon. Like you thought he would die at some point during the battle, or you thought this wound would kill him. I thought I, I kind of thought that the wound okay. would kill him or he would be like healing from the wound and then he'd get killed. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I, I, I Maybe I just wasn't really thinking about it like as big picture. Like I, I guess it, it wouldn't make sense to take him out, but I just, I felt the contempt, you know? Yeah. Um, From... The forces that be. The forces that be are powerful. Uh, real quick, uh, before we move into our final segment, we have to touch on uh, Cersei and Tommen. Oh. I, I, I like this scene so much because they're just... She, she's there with him. They're sitting on the Iron Throne. Yeah, I, I thought about um, writing out the story that she was telling. Right. It's great. It's, it's so good. It's very good, but it's just like, you know, it's like she's she's here she's not going to let you know she doesn't want everyone hit let me let me start over here she has heard the stories about what happened the last time king's landing was sacked about right how terribly like the children uh the princes and the princesses what happened to them and she obviously does not want that for her young son so she is willing um to you know kill her son kill herself to just basically peacefully yes peacefully with the essence of nightshade they just go to sleep and die uh to prevent that from happening and you can tell again big props to lena Headey's performance like she is like crying it's like this whole thing is like tearing her up inside and it's it's like also really drunk She's also really drunk, but it's like, it's tough not to have, you know, Cersei is not a good character, but it is tough in like this moment not to have like sympathy for her, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, she is, she's the antithesis of Catelyn. I mean, right. same qualities as Catelyn just for the quote evil house, right? Right. Um, she's a fierce mother yes. and it's, it's her, it's her best attribute. Definitely. It's her, it's her best character attribute. That and her cheekbones. By bones. a mile. 
Batman her cheekbones. Her cheekbones. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Uh, um, but yeah, the story's very good. But then, right then, our dude Lord Tywin comes in, uh, delivers the "We have won," just such a baller in his armor, and that's Blackwater. And it is what a fucking trip this episode is. Yeah, man, this is something else. Yeah. It's it's uh, this type of bottle episode. Uh, Will only happen, Scott, four more times. Four. It's five maybe. total, if I'm not mistaken. You see, that sounds about right. I, I two for sure off the top of my head. Uh, I can't think of what the other two would be, but well, so it's it's Blackwater, Hardhome, Bob. No, Hardhome's not one. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, is it? Uh... Watch. Well, I don't know how much Watch we should even wall. talk about this. Watches on the wall for sure. With uh, Night of the Bob Se- is one, right? Night of the Seven Kingdoms is one. I'm pretty sure. Battle of Bastards is one. I'm Maybe. almost positive. Maybe you might be right on that one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's okay. it doesn't happen very often. And this this was the first one. This was like, like we said, th- this kind of episode didn't happen on television. I will say, a- as I watched this. This is not this is not I'm not trying to put down this episode at all because I think this episode is phenomenal. Um the the battle itself, the fighting, like especially like once they're beyond the walls and stuff like that, wasn't as impressive as I remember. It seems a little lower budget, but I think part of that is like it, Game of Thrones is almost a victim of itself. Because later battles in the series raise the bar so much even more so much even higher that this one seems at times like a little a little bit a little lower, soft a little soft by comparison it's almost like yeah sure. game of thrones is like it's like oh yeah this is this was done way better a couple years later by game of thrones once again so right. before its time it is incredible you know what's crazy though is like even if this was the budget or the production that we received on future battles, mm-hmm. I would still be okay with it. No, like, for it's sure, still great. It's still phenomenal, and it is like we talked about. Even like it's the quiet moments more than anything in this episode that I love more. Yes, and this was you know I've talked several times this season about how season two definitely not my favorite season, but this this was the third thing I said. There were three things. One was. No, uh, Tywin and Arya scenes together. Uh, Tyrion, Tyrion being a baller, and then Blackwater was the third one. Just yeah. this episode will always be. I mean, it is season two. You know, the first thing that comes to the top of your mind when you think of season two, like this episode, is a high watermark for for the series and especially for first the thing that comes to my mind when I think of season two is Tywin Arya. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Listen, I mean, legitimately, enough. that's. It's it's just it happens so many times yeah, and it's that's true. it's such a treat every time it is and that's that's just what I relate to it and on rewatch it's almost a little bit disappointing because it's not more than like because yeah. there's still so much more season other than yeah. those scenes that I'm like I think it came along later in the season than I than I expected than I remembered like was their fir- their first one wasn't like until episode like four or five of this season. I think it's like th- I think it's in episode three three or four yeah. oh whatever. Time is a flat circle. So time uh, is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. Are we ready? Did you have any other thoughts you need to get to? Um, we might have a tough time with our final segment. This here. is gonna be. This is gonna be a hell gonna be of a, a, a who be thrown in. Uh, 
are we hold on wait are we before we jump into this you know i mean you've already mentioned several times that we're doing the list of best episodes or i'm sorry best scenes are we doing a list of best episodes as well i'm sure we probably will hashtag content you know do you want to put this in that bucket because i think i do oh absolutely i mean this wouldn't be the first one we haven't really formally done this. I think we haven't formally done it. You're ep- right. Okay. Episodes a lot easier to parse out. Well, I, I you know, I right. say that, but not all of them are. There are some like sleeper hits, but maybe we do need to start doing that. Um, I think we do. This one, this one, I think this is our first certainly a contender. inductee to the uh, okay to the conversation. But there will be season one episodes that are part of that conversation as well. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, let's jump into our final segment here, which, of course, is who be thrown in. I got to be thrown in. I got to say. I feel like who goes on this list might be relatively easy. The placements are going to be hell. Because I can think of like three characters that deserve at least three characters that deserve number one like off the top of my head so this is gonna be okay rude. well uh, all right well let's Stannis get let's and davos get can come off. off uh sorry my guys but you suffered a uh stunning defeat uh, aria also comes off aria also comes obviously. off obviously not episode uh, Tyrion has a phenomenal episode up until a point, and then he gets the point of a sword in his face. Uh, I think he probably still makes the list, though. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, I, yeah, I have a strong case. Okay, I, I, I will hear that. Uh, Braun has a strong case to make the list. I don't know if he will quite make it, but I think he might hang for now. Uh, the ones the we hound. definitely have to make room for are the Hound, uh, Cersei, Cersei, Tywin, Tywin. Where are you, Tywin? Uh, the Jizzing Pyromancer. Uh, <laughs> uh no, uh, I'm gonna have to find one, buddy. Uh, do you want to do your little little thingamajig? Yeah, hey, if you guys uh, are not already following us on the Twitter and the Instagram and even Facebook, you can find us on all of the three at We Don't Want a Pod or just follow the links in our descriptions. Uh, we would love to see you guys there. Um, we post uh, updates, uh, sometimes funny me- memes, sometimes clips from the show, uh, maybe previews or things like that. Uh, and also, I, I, I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast before. Um, but we have slowly but surely started uploading some short clips, maybe funny clips or good takes on a TikTok. Uh, so if you guys would like to f- follow us there, that would be really cool. And we would love the shit out of that support. Uh, also, if you're new here on YouTube, if you have not already figured this out, you're about an hour into this episode, but we're talking Game of Thrones this season. <laughs> uh, we do have, uh, several other series though, where we have gone through <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> One Piece, Lord of the Rings, The Wheel of Time. Uh, so if you need two dipshits to tell you what to think about some some good nerdy shit, uh, stick around. Hit the subscribe button, like, comment, all that fun stuff that you're supposed to do on YouTube. 
And, uh, yeah, we would appreciate the shit out of that. Scott, I hope I bought you enough time because uh, I'm done talking. I can't find a good picture of my dude. <laughs> I'm looking for Podrick. Uh, in oh, case Podrick. That was not. Podrick needs, needs to be evidence. on this list. Podrick probably definitely needs to be on this list, but I cannot find. Oh, boy. Uh, we'll just we'll just go with this one. I guess. You can take your time. We can cut. I can cut a little bit. I'm going to try and find one. Uh, they're all from like way later in the show, and I don't necessarily want. That's pretty good. Mm, there are good ones, but you're right. They're all from later in the series. All right, we got it. We got this. Oh, big one. Hey, yo. There he is. I have heard he does have a big one. I, so. I have heard that as well. Oh, boy. This one needs to be cropped badly. Can you crop in this? Yes, I can. I'm just trying to remember how to do it. <laughs> Like like I said, it's cool. Take your time, man. I'll just uh, I'll make a note for myself to cut some stuff. More. Boom. Better. Boom. Alright, we got him. There he is, old Podrick Payne. Podrick of House Payne. Uh is he related to Ill and Payne? He is. Uh, cousins, I believe. Maybe distant cousins. But he is from the same house of as Sir Ilan Payne. In fact, a uh, quick little trivia tidbit here for you. Uh, Love it. Podrick Payne would have been uh, hanged um, before we ever meet him as Tyrion's squire if uh, Lord Tywin had not heard that his last name was Payne and decided that he might be useful, uh, that he he was a boy who had a, you know, name with a, a house with a, you know, decently respectable name, and basically saved him and then sent him to be his son Tyrion's squire. What was he going to be hanged for? Uh, so he was squiring for a, uh, a knight who was in charge of, the baggage train, I believe, of the Lannister army. Uh, okay. And he basically was skimming supplies, like extra food and stuff like that. And uh, he skimmed, he stole a... a I, I'm not making this up, by the way. This is in the books. Uh, he stole a very special ham that was me meant for Lord Tywin. Uh, Interesting. So 
he shared the ham uh, this night. I do not remember his name with Podrick, his squire. Uh, and uh, Lord Tywin found out and was going to, they were both going to be hanged uh, for stealing. Uh, but Lord Tywin heard his last name was Payne and decided to spare him. Interesting. Well, that's cool. There you go. There's a little trivia tidbits for you. We love our bits here. That is pretty neat. On the show. That's pretty neat. Um, so we, is there anyone else? I feel like these are the strongest contenders. Yeah, I think, um... The only one I can think of other would be Sansa. But I don't, I don't think know. she beats You know, I, I have to admit, even though Stannis lost, I'm surprised you cut him from the list so quickly. He gets, he, I mean, he gets his shit pushed in. He's just such an impressive commander, I think. He is, but maybe if there wasn't such... If Tywin hadn't showed up, man, I he would have won. I mean, he would have, but Tywin did show up. If, if, if there wasn't some strong standouts already here, I could see it. Sure. But, like, the Hound has to make the list. Cersei has to make the list. Tywin has to make the list. A Podrick has uh, to make the list. Okay, so I I'm just going to start strong opinion. here. Okay. Uh, I know that you are considering Tyrion to be cut from the list or dropped down. I'm not saying that. I, I still think he's number one. Oh, I can't get behind that. I can't get I behind that. I still 100% think he's number one. He is phenomenal, and he deserves all the credit in the world. But also, he gets he nearly dies. He gets his I face mean, half cut off. The hound nearly dies. No, the hound's fine. <laughs> the hound nearly dies. The hound's um, fine. He, look, despite that, Everything that happened at Blackwater was a product of Tyrion owning this entire season. Literally everything. Okay, fair. Except for Tywin showing up. That is the one thing that he did not control, foresee and control. Well, he didn't foresee a member of the Kingsguard or control a member of the Kingsguard trying to kill him. Uh, also, like, if this is all your thing for this, like... You would have to put Pod ahead of him because he'd literally be dead if not for Pod. He'd be actually dead. Okay, but okay, no, no, no. This, this is a great, great argument here. I understand your point, but even if Tyrion had died by that, he still saved King's Landing. He held off Fair Stannis enough. long enough to keep to to let Tywin show up and quote save the day. <laughs> Hit. His plan with the pig shit, with the wildfire, he rallied the men to go protect the mud gate. Literally, the city would have been sacked by the time Tywin got there if it had not been for Tyrion's just absolute tear through this season. Yes. And his crazy ability to, to be a commander. All this is true, but you're just ignoring the fact that he's dying currently. Hmm. He's he's severely wounded at the very it least. It does it doesn't it doesn't it, it that is such the weight on the scale is nothing compared to everything else that he has done in this episode and everything leading up to this episode. 
This I mean, episode yes, would be this, shambles this is a culmin- without him. You're trying to reward him for like a culmination of the season, but we've already rewarded him a ton of times for his work throughout the season. We didn't I don't reward think- him for for coming up with the plan for the of the wildfire before. Specifically, but like uh, he's been like number one like a bunch of times this season. That doesn't mean he needs I'm, to get knocked I'm down. No, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying like you're trying to make it all about his the, this culmination of his efforts, which is all true. But he's also been rewarded for those efforts in in previous episodes. I'm saying right here, right now, he is lying in the mud, bleeding out and dying, and would have died if not for the valor of his squire. And okay. yes, he deserves a high place on this list, but for me, uh, number one is Queen Cersei, because on what ground? She what does she do this episode wins, other than have a good performance? She has the best performance, I think, very, maybe very close with the Hound. Uh, and she is like winner, winner, chicken dinner. She's. Her city is saved. She doesn't get wounded. Oh, who who She's, saved her city? Uh, well, you could argue Lord Tywin saved her city. Uh, in fact, I would Come argue on. that. You're, you're you're actually you're worse than all the people that don't no, no, give no, no, Tyrion no, 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 no. credit for that. Tyrion partially saved the city. Okay, let me let me let me clarify something for you here. Had Lord Tywin not shown up, would Tyrion have saved the city? No. Okay, there you go. So Tyrion did not save the city. He yeah, saved but, the city but for had, a moment. He delayed. Had Tyrion not had done what he did, would Tywin have had a city to no, save? So that's what I'm saying. They're both partially responsible, mm-hmm. which means Cersei goes number one. Nah, man. I just, I just don't. Sir, like, if we're talking about who has the best performances, then, then sure. But yes, I'm but, also saying that. But then, then sure, maybe I can kind of get behind that. Although I do still think Tyrion's performances throughout this are. Tyrion's performance is good, but it's like it's it's nothing. It's just not dramatic it's performance special. like you like. Right. Yes. No. That that is a big part of it. You're correct. He doesn't have he has sick one-liners and like sick sick moments, but he doesn't have anything like the most dramatic moment he has is with like Shay and Varys. And it's like solid, but it's not it's not the moments that the Hound and Cersei have. That just that seems like one piece of the pie to to award them such a high spot. Look, here's the reason I can't get behind Cersei being so high. She did not directly affect her position at the end of this episode. Okay, she did not make fair. any of that happen. Like I would, I would, I would rather this argument be that Tywin goes above Tyrion. I still wouldn't have it, but that would make more sense. I will not have it. I, I had that thought, but he's just, he's so, like, it's more like this is, like, a prelude leading to the next episode is kind of going to be his. Like, he still definitely deserves a placement on the list, I think, because he, he does save the city. But he's he's also in the episode for about 10 seconds. And it's... Okay, not not only does is Tyrion accomplished in this episode, like, with, like holding the mudgate and that you know that whole stuff but like he also is a man who does not have respect by anyone mm-hmm. and then he in the middle of people wanting to lay down their arms and quit and go home he somehow is able to rally those people that is just such a huge impressive feat 
also all, all these things yes but you're just ignoring the fact that he's bleeding out in the mud it doesn't it doesn't matter dude it does matter Okay. If it well, doesn't matter, fine, I'll right? come and slice half your face off, and you'll just be like, "Oh, it doesn't but, matter." But he's fine, right? That, that doesn't well, take away from the fact that there's no way that, to tell. We haven't looked at the next episode <laughs> yet. The there's no up. way to know if he's okay. That doesn't take away from from everything that he's done. I mean, quite literally, the city the city is only standing because he was able to do what he did. Okay. What if we compromise? Cersei's only alive alive because of what he what he was able to do. Uh, I mean, everything like Stannis would be Stannis would rule the city right now. Okay. If 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 Tyrion let, was not. Let there. me suggest no. a compromise. No. <laughs> I don't agree with it. I just like so many of these have been so easy to agree with, but like the compromises, but like they just don't have nearly the impact in Fine. the episode. Let me suggest the true winner of the episode. As a joke, I'd be even more okay with that. <laughs> Again, As a joke. He, your number one would be dead if it, we should be saying what we're doing for the list, audio listeners. Uh, a moment ago, I put the hound up there as as a compromise, uh, and yeah, now and I have Podrick at one because Zach's number one would be dead if not for uh, the efforts of one Podrick. That is a joke. I think Podrick makes the list. I do not think he's number one. I just I I. All everything you're saying about Tyrion's efforts to save the city is accurate and true. Other I, than a, a good performance by Cersei and the Hound, what do they actually contribute to okay, the events of everything? To, to your point, the gates would have been Tyrion wouldn't have had his moment to shine where he attacks them in the rear if not for the Hound's efforts in driving the, the Baratheons off the beach in the first the place. The Hound could have been there or not, dude. It, 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 it could have been it could have been a, a a fucking 50 nameless men but it wasn't it was the hound and he did work and out he got there. scared shitless and, and left after a moment he killed a bunch of dudes and almost let himself be killed because he was scared of the fire okay so then Braun is number one <laughs> <laughs> I just it just doesn't make any sense okay. like they're okay if if we had like categories for how we're grading this, yes, Tyrion would be Cersei first or would second be number in one almost in almost every category. No, perform. If you're talking about like who had the best performance of the episode, it's it's Cersei. Tyrion's okay. all quips in this episode, not all quips, and then, but mostly. Okay, quips. but again, dude, Cersei doesn't do anything. In this episode. Like she doesn't do anything. She's ready to kill herself. And I think that's her doing son. something. That's doing something. It may not be what you want. It may not be no, her fighting I, to save the city. But it is doing something. She doesn't help anyone dude. She doesn't, she doesn't contribute. I don't, I don't, to the result of anything. I don't rate that. As being a reason. Like she's still. In a position of power, you you're the one that always wants to bring up like who's in a good position like of power, and uh, as of right now, do you think Tyrion is in a good position of power? Legitimately, legitimately, the I like, and I'm I swear I'm not just saying this because of my case no, for Tyrion. No, I I I genuinely mean this. When I watched this episode for the first time, I genuinely was like, finally Tyrion's gonna get his fucking like 
his nugget. Like, finally, people are going to be like, okay, Tyrion, like, you <sighs> saved our asses. Like, he did so much for everybody. The entire alert, defense was his, his... He doesn't. He doesn't. And oh, he but, probably but it, what, what should. happens in this episode is, <laughs> is like... It, <laughs> he should, and he deserves all the credit. I feel like you can't just... Okay, listen. In episodes past where we have had someone do something super awesome, but they've, like, died in the pro... Like, for example, I'm thinking of, like, Sirio uh, and Yorin. Um, they were number one. At least I know Sirio wasn't. Yorin actually might have been, now that I think about it. But uh, Sirio definitely was, like, number five when he did something really badass, but also died in the process. Thing, he saved one Tyrion person. Saved Tyrion saved one city. Like, that's just... Tyrion saved the entire <laughs> it's capital. It's one thing. He's just saving one city. You Except know? it wasn't just one thing. It was planning the defenses, getting the map to go around and fuck them in the ass, doing the whole... That was Varys. Now you just want to put Varys at number one. I mean, he asked for the maps. I, I'm just uh, He also does... He comes up with the plan for the wildfire and... In the midst of this battle, he rallies the men to protect the Mudgate. It, and it, should it, have died in the process. Look, Podrick if, Payne. If, <laughs> if he had died, I would be like, okay, fine, put him in second. <sighs> no, see, I think he would. It would honestly be almost better for Tyrion if he. Oh, had. okay, because he'd be a martyr. No, not fuck like you. not like in that instance, but like, uh, well, I, I can't even say these things. So that's jumping ahead too much. Uh, Precisely. Look, dude, Tyrion number one, you put the rest how whatever you want. That's he not just, a good compromise. He just, he just, he just does so much more than anybody. I just, As of this episode, he's still the hand of the king. He's, he's a dying hand of the king, yes. Sure. Lost half of his face. Sure. It's much worse in the books. He loses his anyway. He does. He does, yeah. Um, I've seen, like, illustrations of that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, fucking looks so gross. He looks so ugly. gross. Well, he's also just much uglier, like... Yeah. Uh, his, uh, what's his name? Is a handsome handsome man. Uh, uh, but I, why can't he has two different colored eyes in the book, yes, right? Yes, yeah. He has that chromatic, whatever they call it, disorder. Oh, uh, boy. I, I, I am... You're you're only look, dude. You're literally your only argument is Cersei's performances. Is Lena no, my biggest. That's part of my argument. My biggest thing is like, it doesn't feel right considering putting him at one, considering where we leave him at the end of this episode, which is like, it's doing the whole like, oh, war. Like I just someone got like a grenade just went off, or like that. Like all the sounds are fading out, and Tyrion is like bleeding out in the mud as like Pod cradles him. And it's just like, Tyrion's in a fucking bad spot, and you want to put him at number one. That's my bigger thing. Yes. Also, yes. Cersei and the Hounds, if we're going by just purely, like, actorial... That's a word. But we're not, performance, because we've never I know, that. but I'm saying they are both better than him in this episode, as great as he is. So combine the fact that both of them are better... It's, it's as if it's as if you're just not acknowledging what he did in the episode. I am acknowledging 
imagine it. No, 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 no. All your look, literally, your entire argument right now has been he's in a bad way at the end of the episode, and his acting is not as great as Lena Hetty and uh, Roy McCann. That's that's it. But you're not mentioning what did Roy McCann or I'm sorry, the Hound do? Okay, or I'm Cersei not, do? I'm not fighting for the Hound. I'm fighting for Cersei because. I, I can't believe you of all people who have been fighting me on this for two whole seasons of like, who's in the best position of power though. Uh, and now Cersei is in the best position of power and she has the best performance and she's not dying currently. You, you, you don't want to put her at number one. She's not in the best position though of power. Well, that would be Tywin if we're really sure to split hairs, but, but just like Cersei, he doesn't, Actually, even better than Cersei, he actually does do something this episode. Yes, but I do, I can't hold that against Cersei because she, what like what is she supposed like she tells Sansa even like Look, I have to do these things because they're expected of me. Can I give you a, a really good example of something? What you, calling, you know how you and I Joffrey? Oh, no, you're talking about something else entirely. You you know how you and I we talk about like uh how we hate. For the most part, we hate the Star Wars trilogy, the newest one. Yes, this is the longest to be thrown in in history. By the yeah, way, yeah, it's okay. Look, man, we're passionate, and it's okay, dude. My, 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 fucking. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, this is like, this is like somebody saying that Jin Urso is better than fucking. I'm uh, not even gonna rate this analogy because I already hate it, dude. What I'm saying is that Cersei is a is a her position is a product of her environment. She she things happen to her, things happen around her, putting her in the position that she's in. Tyrion made everything happen in this entire episode. Everything that happened in this episode was was by Tyrion. To be fair, that's not entirely true. Cersei was having the pyromancers make wildfire long before Tyrion even found out that was a thing. And was that her plan? Uh, her plan was to throw to it at the burn the fucking city. Well, I no. Her plan was to use pots and catapults to throw the wildfire uh, at the enemy to burn the enemy. Which, to Tyrion's point, this is a whole thing, but to Tyrion's point and Bronn's point, like they talked about, is like, that could end up burning the city down by accident because if, you know, things happen, yeah, you, can't put it out. you can burn yourself down. So... I, re- I I reject your assertion that she does nothing. Uh, Tyrion wouldn't have been able to seize her wildfire production and take it for himself if Cersei no, well, had been happen in, in the first episode, place. You literally were talking about, oh, this is the product of all his, his efforts to save the city and blah, 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 blah. So we're seeing the fruits of all of his labor that he has done uh-huh. in this episode. And I'm saying he wouldn't have that wildfire for his big wildfire gambit if not for yeah, Cersei. Yeah, well, he did because he seized it. So credit to him. And he figured out a much okay. better way to use it. You are obviously not going to relent, you stubborn son of a bitch. So it just it just does not make any sense. In the in the vein of moving forward and getting this fucking episode over, I will allow you to have Tyrion at number this one. Is, even though this it's is, utter foolishness. This is maybe actually let's let's finish the ranking, but I, I have I have to put something out to the peoples. Oh, okay. We have six here, by the way. Are we dropping Braun? 
I can see the argument for Tywin. Tywin's in no, this I episode think, for about Tywin, 10 total seconds. Tywin, yeah, it's very brief, but I mean, it is. It's, it's an important, obviously, thing, but it is very brief. I don't feel like we can drop Pod, Cersei, or the Hound, obviously. So I it think comes Bronn down to Tywin does make the most sense. You could have put anybody else who has a, who's a good longbow shot, and they could have accomplished what what Bronn did. Well, yes, but again, it's you're just completely ignoring one of the main criteria is how awesome they are for this. I know, fucking I know, thing. I know. And Bronn is very awesome. He, you're right, you're right. He is. I'm sorry. He 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 definitely is. But I, I will Tywin get enough props next episode, or should he? We're talking about here now. I baby. know that's my thing. Is like if we're talking here and now, by rights he should probably be number one. But he's just not in the episode enough for me. So to then put him at number two. Want that? Wait, how are no. you not automatically going for Cersei number two? I am. I'm talking okay. about who we need to get rid of: Tywin or Bronn. We have six. Well, let's let's go down the rankings, and then okay. whoever's left. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, I. All right, who next? <laughs> what? I said, okay, now who's next? Uh, I am... It's either the Hound or Pod for me. I don't have... Probably the Hound. His... his he, he does more, and I think his performance is just better. I just love Pod being there, and, you know, obviously saving sure. is huge. I think I think this is, this is my vote. I think that it's the Hound, and then we can discuss, but I think that at four... It's interchangeable. It's either Bronn or, or Tywin uh, and then yeah, Pod at five. Pod, I think I agree completely with that. Because Pod's thing is brief and important, but it's there, and we want to acknowledge him for it, so I think he gets five. Bronn or Tywin, I, like, again, I feel like if we're even counting Tywin's appearance in this episode, by rights, he should probably be at number one, but there's just not enough there for me... I feel stronger about what Braun does in this episode. I can I can concede that. Which makes me sad, obviously, because I adore Tywin. Sure. I mean, but we've adored him. Yeah. That's enough. true. We have we have given and him. He, and he will have plenty of adoration. He will have plenty of adoration. Well. Okay. All right. I think we just leave that as is then with uh, Braun at four. I can't <laughs> If we were to walk into this and tell me that Tywin didn't even make the list, I don't think I would have believed you because <laughs> I had my three candidates for number one were Tywin, Cersei, and the Hound. Uh, well, look, you have two thirds of that equation, oh, well, and I have yeah, one okay. third. So yeah, you're such a sack of shit. <sighs> well, I was me. Hate you so much. <laughs> uh, that is who be thirded for this list. Final count uh, is f- goddamn Zach. Tyrion at number one, Cersei at number two, the Hound at number three, Bronn uh, at number four, and Podrick Payne at number five. Uh, that was holy shit. That took so long. We Jesus we Christ. need to hear. We need to hear from from yes, the listeners. Please uh, tell me about if, how right I am. If there was ever a time that we needed feedback and for you guys mm. to uh, share your thoughts, yeah, yeah. Um, in the comments, preferably of the YouTube video. So, audio listeners, if, if you're, by the way, I mean, definitely no hard feelings if you're not watching yeah, the yeah, videos. Yeah. Even plenty, if you're a plenty, normal plenty, plenty listener, just maybe yeah, yeah. go over there and leave us a comment. Just or, hop over there and interact because I feel like there's going to be a little bit more 
it's just a good place to post for all of you guys to comment back and forth. Anyway, it's one of the few places I actually see it too. So. <laughs> one right. <laughs> one of the things that uh, it makes me so sad that we didn't do YouTube content when we were doing Harry Potter is that oh uh, sure. Uh, there were so many DMs that we would receive from from you listeners about, like, when Scott would have, like, a, a... A truly terrible opinion. A bad take on something, and they wanted me to say, like, like oh, why didn't you say this? Or, like, like yeah. or they would always say things like, I was arguing with him, like, in my car. Like, I was, like, yelling at him, it's, arguing. It's so funny. It's, and it's so funny, and I love that we can, you know, invoke that type of emotion and passion from you all. But truly, obviously, both Scott and I are very passionate about this here. Obviously. We need to know what you guys think. Like, this, I just, to me, it just does not make any sense. Help like, you're, Zach understand I feel, I feel like, that one of these characters is, uh, had half his face cut off uh, I, and is in a bad way and does not deserve the number one spot. I just, I just believe that you were like, eh, Tyrion's the obvious choice. I'm just gonna choose someone else. No, that's not. An that's idea. just how I feel, no, dude. Dude, you know I adore Tyrion. You know who we forgot, actually. Who is my boy? <laughs> Where's my boy Mathos? Dude, let's get Mathos on this list, man. Let's get Drum Boy on here. Holy <laughs> shit, it's so fucking hot in this room. I got steamy. Fight that battle against you, you oh, son of a bitch. And, Get us uh, the hell out of here. And I prevailed. I can't believe. I can't believe of the two of us, you were the more stubborn one in this instance. That is... I, I just... I'm usually king I, I don't feel. I don't feel that passionate about that type of thing quite that often, so... No. I just... I, it just did not make any sense. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe guess. you're losing. Uh, maybe you're losing your touch. No, you're you arguing, know what it is. Is I, I feel like your room is just much more well ventilated than mine. So it was just <laughs> and you it. just want I out just, of this I conversation. Just want out of this fucking room because I'm sweating my balls up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, oh, well, shit. I think I think that is going to do it for us. This was a fucking hell of an episode, and despite Jesus Scott Christ, and I so not long. being able to, um come to a genuine consensus in the who be thrown in section uh it is always a pleasure my pal my friend my guy yeah sure fuck uh me. my bosom buddy as always <laughs> and uh we love you guys for hanging out and listening and interacting uh so keep doing more of that like comment subscribe click the little bell um flick the bean all the good stuff and we'll see you guys next time bye bye bye